Rebecca Yusan here with EXP Realty, and I have the pleasure of talking with someone I've actually never talked to before until today. Um, this is Stephanie Batten with Coldwell Banker, and we've actually been stalking each other on Instagram for, <laughs> I don't know, maybe since March, February-ish. Yeah, something like that um yep somehow our algorithms matched up and said you two should know each other and we've just been watching each other uh, grow our business this year and have success and now we finally get to talk um and (laughs) stephanie's gonna share her story and i'm so excited to get to know her because i think um this is gonna be a good friendship so <laughs> so with that, Stephanie, welcome. Thank you for being with me today. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Stephanie, how long have you been a licensed realtor and in the industry? Okay, so I've been in real estate. I got licensed in July of 2019. So like a little over three years now. Okay. And it was some rough years, you know, with COVID and everything. So I started at a really, well, interesting time. Interesting. So. Absolutely. Okay. So not very long, but kind of long enough. So tell me, um, what were you doing before you got your real estate license? So right before I worked in accounting in a construction firm, you know, oh. so like I've been like sorta in the kind of business because of construction. I'm mm-hmm. also married to an architect, so that does help as well. So it's you know, so I'm I got a little bit of insight in it, not in the real estate itself, but in the construction business. Like yep, that's in the building awesome. process. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. So tell me which markets you serve. So I serve mostly the greater Greenville area, which is the upstate of South Carolina. Well, but there's like several other counties like Greenville County, Spartanburg County, Pickens County, Henderson and Lawrence. That's basically the area I serve, like the northern part of South Carolina. That's a really big area. It is, and there is like times where I drive like just an hour to get a show to a showing. So Mm -hmm. one way. Yeah, that's so interesting because really I serve two counties, but in my other, uh, in Michigan, I could serve quite a few counties because it doesn't take very long to get there. So it's always interesting to hear um, how far people can go to serve their clients. So, okay, so you'll drive about an hour. Yeah, I could drive up to an hour probably. And it's not because of traffic. It really is distance, you know, so miles. Okay. If you go out to like the lake area, then it's going to be an hour, maybe Mm -hmm. even an hour and a half, to be honest. So Mm -hmm. it depends where it is. Very interesting. Okay. So tell me what happened in your life that you woke up one day and said, you know what? that's it I'm getting my real estate license well I mean honestly it was really just I was so tired of my job 
Okay. You know, like I was so tired going in the office every morning at eight o'clock, being there till five or longer, working through lunch, and don't feel like getting much accomplished every single day. Doing the same thing every day, seeing the same people every single day, and I'm like, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. So、oh. just really, yeah. I love that. Okay, that's. I wish more people would do things like that. People do get bored of doing the same thing every day, but they never take that step to get out of that. Well, don't get me wrong. It took me a long time. You know, like. But you didn't. Well, eventually, but I could have <laughs> done it years earlier. You know, like. You know, it's like you do get scared. I mean, it's like sure you change your whole life around. You know, I I moved to Greenville from Texas in 2016, so I've been here for six years, and I was there for like three years after I went into real estate, and that was a big step. I mean, that was like a 15-hour away move, but more importantly, I mean, I'm sure you hear my accent, so I'm German. Yes, and I moved. In 2005, I moved across the ocean. You know, I moved to the United States, and you know that's an even bigger move. You know, like I left everything behind. Yeah, that's so impressive. That's、um, you don't you. I mean, I've met a lot of people that have done things like that, but you don't meet a lot. People are afraid of a big change like that. So that's that's a big deal to me. To make a change like that, so yeah, I love it. I love、cute. it. <laughs> so you, your first year was in 2019,、um, and we all know what happened at, shortly after that. So tell me about that first year. Did you have any sales? What was it like? Did you make any money? <laughs> well, so when I started in in July of 2019. Coldwell Banker, the office I'm, the brokerage I'm at, they have like an intensive training program, and so the first two months you really don't do any real estate, you get trained basically,、oh. like you know, and and which was a good thing, and was one of the reasons why I joined the brokerage because I felt like I needed, after getting the license, where you just learn laws and not really real estate per se.、Yes. You know, like you don't really learn what it is to be a realtor. You absolutely don't. You just learn how not to get sued, basically. You know, so, and so after that, I really, really needed that training, and they do a fantastic job. I mean, I can only say good things about the brokerage I joined, and so.、Um, It was really hard for me. I've only lived here for three years. I didn't know a whole lot of people, and、okay. so I did not get my first sale. I got in March of 2020. So it、mm-hmm. took me a long time to close my first deal. Yes,、so, and that was right when COVID hit. You know, like I put this on a contract in February, and then COVID hit. You know, so my first closing was not in person. I I had to wait outside. the The attorney would only let in my clients, and they had to wear masks. And I had to wait outside, and so it was kind of frustrating when you can't be a part of your very first closing. And so, and then I had a had two more in May, and、um, another one 
in June. So during the first year from July to July, basically, I, I think I closed like four deals. No, and yeah. I could not have lived off of the commission on that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, absolutely not. I, I mean, I, I could not have lived off of that yeah. money I made in that first year. Mm-hmm. Nope, that, so, that is a tough time for sure. So... Is that how you thought it was going to be when you got your license? Did you think, oh, I'm going to be in this for a year and make no money? Did you no. think it was going to be like that? <laughs> no, I did not. I, I, I actually thought it was a lot easier than it's going to be. And and I think a lot of people go in with that uh, impression that real estate is easy money and that you are just going to show a couple of houses and it's all, all easy and you're just going to make a, a whole lot of money. It's also that people have the impression like when they close on a house and they see the commission that that's just the money that goes to the real estate agent, you know, <laughs> and we both know that's not how it works, you know, like we're not yeah. going to get that number that's shown on there. Yeah. And, you know, and no, I did not think it was going to be that hard at all. I mean, okay. I, I thought it was going to come a lot easier. I thought that people would be a lot more interested in working with me, which they were, you know, like, you know, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a game of rejection too. And I'm still trying to, to learn that, that I'm not going to get personally affected by it because I'm, you know, I'm one of those people that want to please everybody and that want everybody to love me. And that's yeah. just not how it works. You know, like, no, I can't imagine anyone not loving you. That oh, is <laughs> Well, you tell me who they are and I will deal with them for you. Right. <laughs> so in that first year, so it wasn't quite like you thought it was going to be. Did you have to make any changes in your lifestyle or your living situation to make up for that? Well, I didn't have to because I am married. So I was not like I didn't have to put on an extra job or had to move or anything. So I'm super fortunate that my husband totally supported that whole idea. And, uh, you know, like he... I mean, he took care of me. Aww. So let's say it like that. So I am fortunate. I mean, I didn't have to do anything to make this work. I mean, yeah, we did have to spend a little less money on some things because I didn't have a job like I did before where I made a certain income every month, but we were still fine. You know, like mm -hmm. it wasn't a huge deal. Like yeah. maybe a vacation less or maybe going out a little less, but it's, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't impossible. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And he was right there with you, supporting you and encouraging you and Absolutely. believing in you. And That's he still is, even so hard some days. <laughs> so, what is, what did you say? I said, um, and he still is, even so it's hard some days, you know, like, uh -huh. I mean, because he has a stressful job himself, you know, so. Okay. Oh, I love that. So when you when you got licensed, did you completely leave your accounting position or did yes. you still carry some sort of a job? No, nope. I did not. That I was didn't. it. I, I went 100%. You know, like, I mean, so I actually, I mean, I, I left before I even got to my license, you know, like, okay. I was not, while I was getting my license, I was not doing 
that was it. Anything else? That's, you. That's nice. Then you were able to focus. So when you only close four deals in a year, sometimes agents can get a little bit desperate because <laughs> right. they have bills to pay. Right. Did you ever do anything that after you did it, it made you question your judgment and your character? Actually, I didn't. I'm I'm, okay. I'm a huge rule follower. Always <laughs> laughing. This is how I grew up. I mean, like it's it's just my personality, mm-hmm. and I'm always questioning things. You know, like I I know I I actually really didn't. I mean, I no. I, Good for you. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> You know, like there's plenty of things. I mean, I stepped into some things where I realized, yeah, I don't want to deal with this or this is not something I'm going to do. But, you know, like some leads and stuff. And I was like, no, uh -uh, I'm going to step away from this. This is not who I want to work with. You know, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I have not. Yeah. So you definitely understand the importance of doing things on the up and up in the right way because it always comes back to get you if you do things. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, no, I absolutely believe that's the truth completely. Yeah. Yep, that's awesome and that will serve you well. So, did you ever do anything that you didn't know was wrong until you got caught? <laughs> in real estate you're a real follower but lots of times I tell my new agents you don't know what you don't know so you right. have to be so careful that you're always doing things the right way And but then they get caught doing something and they're like oh. yeah and no I mean you. I, and I, I see what you say and, and there's a lot of things that you like don't do as a new agent because you just don't know that you're supposed to be doing that like um like when i wrote my first offer it was an appraisal contingency and and i didn't really my clients later felt like i didn't explain it to them correctly well i thought i did you know i thought i did but they may not have understood it you know that they have to pay that difference if it doesn't appraise out of their pocket yeah. And, and then they were shocked when it came down to the house not appraising as high mm-hmm. that you were hoping it would. You know, like, and and that is definitely your learning process. And you're going to go back and say, hey, next time I'm going to make 100% sure that my clients fully understand what this means to them. And, yeah, I mean, stuff like that, you, you just don't do at the beginning because you do, when something happens, you learn. You know, like if something doesn't go the right way, like this one didn't go the way it was intended. So you learn to make sure that you you don't do it again. Or when I one of my sellers cut off the gas on the house before the final walk and they did, you know, like and I probably didn't point it out to them that they needed to leave the utilities on. Or maybe I just pointed it out like I probably said it at some point, but I didn't point it out right before, you know, to make sure yeah. that the utilities are still all on. You know, like stuff like that. I mean, but nothing major. I don't feel like nothing that actually like if 
like where I actually broke broke laws or anything like okay. that. So now. So whatever happened to your clients that had to bring money to cover the appraisal gap? What happened? Well, they they did it. They were okay. upset with me, very upset. Oh. I mean, they were they felt like I didn't tell them and oh. yeah. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry. That's the got worst. a little bit And and the the thing was that uh she was actually a friend of mine. Oh. And when you are friends with somebody then you She was probably a little more harsh to me than you know what I mean like than you would have been with just a regular realtor yeah. you know like she was a friend and I was like you didn't tell me and I was like yes I did and I was like well I don't remember it <laughs> you know, oh, so, you know and, yeah but they're in their beautiful home so hopefully they'll just forget that happened I hope so <laughs> <laughs> like in the height of the market where everything was selling over asking by a lot over appraisal you know like and and they had already lost some homes before you know like that they didn't get and so we we ended up doing the appraisal gap and I thought it would appraise closer but it didn't you know like because you just never know 100% how something will appraise yeah. that appraiser didn't adjust i mean he just didn't want to work with us i mean oh. so i mean yeah. yeah yeah they'll get it back so that's the great thing about real estate you always get it back as long as as long as you keep it for a little while yeah yeah, yeah. so was there ever a time that you were like I cannot do this anymore. I want to quit. Oh, almost daily. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean like when you have when you have no business, then you always feel like uh, you want to quit because you're like, "Oh, I'm not good at this and I'm I need to make money and this is not for me." I mean, you're always starting to doubt yourself or at least I do. And then there's like the times when you're like super busy, you just want to quit because you don't know you can't handle it anymore. You you're like you get so many text messages, so many emails, so many phone calls and you it's it's just you feel like it's just too much and you mm-hmm. can't deal with it anymore. Or you run from place to place, you eat in the car, you know, like yeah, you know, and it's like you you just feel like it's just not going to work for you anymore. Yep. Yep. Been there many times. Yeah. I'm sure you have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell me since you've started, sometimes it takes a while to figure out what your specialty is going to be and your focus. Tell me what your focus is for this year. That's a hard one because I don't think I have figured it out. You know what okay. I mean? Like I I don't think I'm actually there yet. Again, I've only been in the business for 3 years and that's still a short, pretty short amount of time. I I don't uh-huh. know how long you've been in the business, but I mean 3 years is not super long. I mean, how many agents quit in the first 5 years like over Oh, like 80%. 80% like over 80%, right? Yes. And like in the first year it's actually over 90, I think. So, you know, and 
I guess sticking around for three years is already an accomplishment, but yes. I, I don't think I have figured out my focus or my specialty yet. Okay. You know, I, I, I really don't think so. I wanted to focus on, on people that need a German speaking realtor, but that hasn't really happened to be honest. I mean, I, I helped a couple of German speakers, but to be honest, most Germans that are living in the U.S. are fluent enough in English to oh. really don't need it. Okay. You know, like they don't really need me. That might be different with other countries, you know, with other languages. Like mm -hmm. Spanish speakers tend to want a Spanish-speaking realtor because right. a lot of them are not totally fluent. But uh, fluent, but in with the Germans, especially around here, most of them came for business. They came okay. to the states to work here, and like they they know the language well enough to to be able to use uh, an American. You know, they don't have to use somebody that speaks their language. Okay. So um, that didn't really work out for me. Um, but I still think they would like that connection. Right. And I had definitely had some German clients. It's not I didn't, but it's not like it's my market. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I have served everyone really. Everyone. I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, like everyone who, the, who wanted to work with me, you know, so um and I'm pretty laid back and I will put a hundred percent into every client, but that is only possible because I don't have a huge amount of business. I think, you know, like if you have a huge amount of business, it's going to get hard. I'm sure, you know, like, but I don't really have that kind of business. So I put in each client, I put a hundred percent effort. No, I, I have a feeling that's what you'll do forever. It's just who well, I, I will try and I will kill myself I don't think you have to worry about that so tell me why so we know most agents quit in the first five years why do you think you've stuck around I mean it's definitely to do with the support I'm getting from my husband Aww. and from friends and also, I really, I, I love real estate, even so it, it annoys me days and, and people hurt my feelings and <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's who I am. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm like, but I do love the business. I love closing the deal and people buying the house and happy and, you know, and you know, like getting somebody in the house they love, it's it's, it's a real satisfaction. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I'm still around, probably. Uh -huh. I and love I'm still it. hoping that I get better and, <laughs> you know, like, well, I mean, I, I want to learn and I want to better myself. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely another thing. Plus, I could not imagine myself going back on the desk from eight to five. Oh, yeah. no way. No. no way. I would not run away. Happen. Not I would gonna wait to some deserted island and never come back. There's yeah, no. Way. no I, I was like, no, I, I can't do that. I, I would rather waitress somewhere <laughs> instead of doing that again. You know, 
No, that would be a slow, painful death for both of us. So that's yeah. not going to happen. You let no, me know if you think that's about to happen because I I got you. <laughs> All right, sounds good. So if you were going to go back to Stephanie right when she's decided this is my future, I'm going to get my license, I'm taking a leap of faith. What would you tell her? What's your best advice for her? I would tell her do not take things personal. Oh. Yeah. I would yep. that's definitely something. Don't take it all personal. Don't get too hurt over things. Yeah. That's probably one of the things because I I think that was one of the hardest lessons for me to learn and I'm still learning it. You know like yeah. I've gotten better but I mean at first it was like super hard for me. Uh-huh. I get that. I feel rejection, you know, like you're <sighs> dealing with on a daily basis and yep. it's just or people that you thought liked you and then suddenly they ghost you and I'm like, "Okay, uh, <laughs> you could at least tell me that you don't want to work with me. I take that, you know, instead of not talking to me or blocking me." So Oh, that's the worst. I know, I know. Just just give me a, you know, just give me a like, "Hey, I I decided not to do this or I decided to work with somebody else. I mean, just be straightforward and tell me and it's going to hurt a little bit, but I'm going to get over it. But mm-hmm. if you don't give me that closure, I I absolutely do not like that. Oh. <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> So that's really good advice for a new agent and that is clearly good advice for yourself. Right. But what would you tell someone that says, "Stephanie, I think I'm going to get my license. I think I want to do this. I want to be just like you. What would be your best advice for them?" Oh man. <laughs> that's hard. Don't. Don't be like me. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Don't be sensitive. Be a yes. jerk. <laughs> yeah, not a jerk per se, but do do stand your grounds, you know, like don't get people have people run over all over you. Don't don't let them do that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't yeah. be that person. That's really good advice. Mhm. Be be the owner of your business and run it. Yes. So, when I got my real estate license it was 10 years ago and everything was a short sale or a foreclosure and it was a nightmare nobody had a job nobody had money it was 12 yeah okay yeah it was terrible yeah so, i bet uh a lot of people are saying right now is bad like it was bad because you couldn't find a house and now it's bad cuz rates are high what do you think is coming what is your outlook for the real estate industry. <clears throat> well, obviously we don't really know what's going to happen. That's right. <laughs> I honestly do not think we're going to have a, another 2012. I mean, I I don't see that happening. I mean, yeah, the the rates are higher, they are still not that bad. You know, like I I don't see it's just because people compare it to rates in the 2s, you know, like 
that's just was historically low, you know, like you can't compare those rates with what you have now. I mean, now the problem is our inventory remains low, which to me means it's not gonna happen. The market is not going to crash. There is there will continue to be appreciation in all the homes. Of course, it's going to go down. I mean, I mean, we couldn't stick with 15% appreciation, you know, like that's (laughs) not, I mean, that's not realistic, but it will continue, especially in my market. In my market, prices will continue to rise at a lower margin, but they will will continue to rise because Green Hill remains to be a super popular place for people to move to and we're still we don't have enough inventory and the only houses that stay a little longer on the houses are the on the market are the ones that are overpriced or just not nice houses you know like yeah they have there's usually a reason for it and everything else continues to sell for asking or more you know okay so mm-hmm. it's not, and I don't see it. I mean, yes, it, it, it is slowing down a little. I mean, we can see yeah. that too, but it's not as drastic as people or the media is putting it out there. No. It's not at all. Mm-hmm. Not in my market anyways. Yeah. It, it feels to me like it's getting healthier. Right. Like It's coming back to a normal level <laughs> because it wasn't healthy last year. No. I mean, it was crazy. So, it was crazy, just like with your clients that the house didn't appraise. It's like, this isn't even good for you to have this house, but we don't have any other choice. You have to exactly. have it. And, and that's exactly what I told them, too. I was like, you either going to, if you want to buy now, if you need to buy now, the next one, it might happen again. You know, yep. like, it's just going to keep on happening. Because yep. another reason was because our appraisers couldn't keep up this house fast you know things were were appreciating so they were appraising things too low i mean like they would appraise it higher now you know yeah it's it's so crazy (laughs) well stephanie i love that we finally got to talk and meet each other and get to know each other i'm i'm so i mean you never really know who someone is just by their social media of course not i mean you know we put out on social media the you know the the image that you want people to see yeah right right (laughs) of course (laughs) yep but in the end we're all human beings we all have feelings and we all just want to win so i love this (laughs) so i think you and i are going to have a long friendship and we're going to, I definitely want to watch your business grow and see how it changes. And I mean, that's that's going to be the best part of this whole thing. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Awesome. <laughs> okay. You take care.